0: Well, we've seen about seven or eight weeks in a row of the market going down. So I understand why people don't want to look at their statements right now. And honestly, that may be the best practice for a lot of people because, uh, you know, we've been through a lot of rough times this year. I mean, we've got the conflict in russia and ukraine we've got china being shut down again uh... we've got so many things going on with inflation inside the united states as well too uh... so there, there's a lot going on and uh... it rightfully has people worried i mean we've already seen one negative quarter of gdp and i'd be very shocked if this quarter is a positive quarter uh... gdp which means we're likely already in a recession right now as well too So this is the time where, you know, you you either... Take stock of things you have and start building a plan as to how you move forward, or you just have committed to writing it out and you know, kind of putting your head down in the sand and just saying, I'm not gonna watch, I'm gonna wait, because eventually it is gonna out. All
1: right. So let's get into people just starting to get into their portfolios and they hear you and I talking GDP from time to time, and certainly how that is something to pay attention to. Maybe educate and let's start branching off right there. Talk about GDP.
0: Well, gross domestic product, it's how much our companies are producing. So basically, how much revenue is going into our economy every single year. Uh, and obviously, we want that to grow. We don't want it to grow too fast. You know, we want good, steady growth. Uh, you know, like a 3% average growth rate would be good. Uh, first quarter, we saw a negative 1.4% uh, GDP estimate for the year, So, or for the quarter. So we obviously would need a strong economic rebound to get to that, you know, plus three target. Uh, And given what we've seen with inflation, uh, retail sales have been stable, but they haven't been growing. Uh, It's kind of hard to imagine that second quarter of this year, which ends at the end of the month, uh, is going to be better than the first quarter.
1: Robert Dodaro with us, Prison Wealth Management here on WAKR. So to the 401ks now, Robert, obviously some of them are taking a hit here, whether you're looking at it or not. I'm not asking you to be everybody's financial advisor here, but typically what is the strategy when you see the 401ks taking hits?
0: Well, I mean, there's always opportunities out there as well, too, but you have to put it in perspective. I mean, back in in 2020, the S&P was around 3,500, and then we shut the entire economy down. In fact, the world economy pretty much shut down, and we experienced a 35% drop in the market. It went from 3,500 down to 2,300. Well, now, after that, all the spending that the government did, everything that they did the s and p went from twenty three hundred to forty eight hundred in less than two years, so it more than doubled uh in less than two years, which uh you know we're letting some steam off right now. We've gone from forty eight hundred down to about thirty eight thirty nine hundred so are you know uh, is the worst over? no, but do do I think we're more than halfway through the worst? yeah. Uh, in terms of it all, I don't know that we're at the very bottom yet of where the market is, uh, but I do believe that we're we're more than halfway through the bad parts of it because the Fed has been responding. We've talked about it several times on your show with raising interest rates. They're about to start taking money off their balance sheet next month. Lots of things that are going on to hopefully slow inflation down and give the country time to rebound.
1: Robert, you've often talked about patients, and in the world of the medical world these days, we've used the term long haul quite a bit for some other reasons, but in the world of finances with 401ks and savings, the long haul effect is really a key.
0: Yeah, it is. And then, you know, during the short term, you kind of look at what steps you can take, Uh, you know, from looking at your budget to see what savings you can maybe find, some old subscriptions that you're paying for every month that you're not necessarily using, things like that. Uh, There's other opportunities out there. You could look at I-bonds right now you're only allowed to put ten thousand dollars per year in there but it's something that you should be checking out uh... as well right now and even on the safety side the protected side indexed annuities the rates on the protected side uh, are really strong whether it's a fixed or an indexed annuity there's good options over there as well too so you have to kind of reevaluate your portfolio look at things and then say should i be making changes should i be making moves right now or should i just stick to what I have and write through because, you know what, I, I have my monthly income covered. You know what, I can pay my bills every month, and that's that's really the biggest, most important thing in the short term is making sure you can afford that.
1: Robert, let me ask you this. In regards to 401ks and where people have their investments, you know, spread out through the different options that they have available, is this a good time to sit down with your financial advisor, someone who is in charge of your 401k? and maybe make some adjustments to things that might be rising as far as stocks and such when we talk about the funds?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, ultimately, hopefully you met with your advisor at the end of the year last year. And, you know, when I was meeting with people at the end of the year last year, that was kind of the conversation was like, hey, Next year is going to be bumpy, but here's what we've done and here's how we've positioned you uh, to ride through this. So hopefully they're a little bit more comfortable now. But ultimately, if you look at your portfolio and you open your statement and you're like, whoa, what's going on? Okay, this is the time to start talking to your professionals and saying, all right, is it as bad as it looks? Is it worse? Is it better? You know, kind of get a clear standing of how your portfolio has moved in relation to how the market has moved. Right, if the market's down 20% and you're down 12%, okay, well, you're okay, probably not happy you're down 12%, but you know you're not down 20% right
1: now as well, too. Robert Dodaro is with us, Prison Wealth Management here on WAKR. You can listen to him Saturday and Sunday morning. Saturday, 7.30, Sundays at 9.30. We'll get into a show in just a moment. Robert, if you don't mind me branching off here a moment, a lot of mm-hmm. people talking about the word recession. How are you looking at it, and what's your concern level?
0: Well, like I said, I, I feel we're already in one right now. With the drop in the market that we've seen, uh, we're likely to have two negative quarters of GDP in a row. Typically, that's all that's really needed to declare a recession. So uh, it's just a question of how long is it going to last and are the moves that the Fed has been making. And, and people like to interject politics and you know the economy into the markets. I would say look to the Federal Reserve when it comes to the markets more than any place else, besides politics and what's going on in the economy, because the markets and the economy are independent. And the Federal Reserve has raised interest rates. They've signaled that they're going to be aggressive raising interest rates. In fact, their minutes uh, for their last meeting are released this week, so we kind of can get an idea as to what the Fed is thinking about how aggressive they're going to be. But uh, put it in perspective. We are putting $120 billion a month, the Fed was, into the economy to help prop it up. We cut that off really quickly, started raising interest rates aggressively really quickly, and now they're going to look to start taking about $95 billion a month out of the economy so the market already knows all this it's already started to price all these in. that's why we've seen seven or eight weeks in a row of drop uh... the question now becomes when we start seeing future economic reports and future data are these steps by the Fed enough to cause those changes to move back to more of what we're looking for, stable growth in the economy, and hopefully you know, good growth in the market as well, too?
1: Well, Robert, a lot of people will look at the raising of the interest rates as a big warning sign. You look at it a little bit differently. Maybe explain that to the folks.
0: Well, they're doing it. That you raise interest rates because you believe inflation is growing too fast. So you kind of have to slow things down. You net and raising interest rates, making it higher to or harder to borrow money and more expensive to borrow money, leads to less people borrowing money. I mean, even right now, you see hesitation in the housing market uh, over the fact that and you're not you're not getting those two and a half to three percent rates on your mortgage anymore. Uh, you're looking in that five percent range more likely now. So. Uh, this generation, the younger generation uh, doesn't remember what like eighteen percent mortgages looked like, like you saw back in the seventies or anything so there's going to be a little bit of sticker shock, and like I said, people are going to evaluate their budgets and cut some spending here and there, and that 's going to cause some headwinds I mean, naturally it will, uh, but like I said, I think that we're we're more than halfway through the the worst part, so whether you make dramatic changes to what you're doing or small changes right now or no changes. Really, you need
1: to have someone sit down and take a look and help you with that. Robert, you look at COVID from the last couple of years, and now you've got a war in the Ukraine that is affecting a lot of flow going on from food supply, oil supply, gas supply, and such. How big of an effect uh, has the war? You and I have talked enough about what COVID did, did, I should Mm -hmm. say. What about the war in the Ukraine? Has this also had a big effect on this?
0: Well, it has had an impact, uh, you know, and of, of the, the three things we, we've talked about uh, in the U.S. economy, I, I would say the war in Ukraine is probably the least of the three. I mean, the, the Fed's actions would be top. The shutdown in China, I mean, bear in mind, if China reopens their economy and things start pumping over there, we're going to feel that over here and start to feel better over here. And who knows how long that'll happen and when it'll turn back on. But uh, both of those things, I think, are having a bigger impact on the U.S. markets and the U.S. economy than Russia and Ukraine are. But Russia and Ukraine are definitely having an impact in the energy market and in the food market, uh, because that's where a lot of the exports come out of those countries from. That's how they help provide things to the world. Uh, gas prices, we've, you know we, we, we see them continuing to rise because of it, and that, that makes it harder on the average family uh, here, and food prices as well too. So uh, it's having more of an I would say that's having more of an impact on the economy than it's having on the markets.
1: And, Robert, let's wrap it up. Let's talk about the show this week. I'm sure you have things put together right now, Saturday morning, 730, Sunday morning at 930. What do you have for us this week?
0: So a lot of different things. Uh, you know, the, uh, the, the uh – Talking about I bonds that we talked about earlier, uh, I can't believe that there was actually some information that the IRS of all people or all institutions destroyed the records of 30 million tax filers uh, from previous years as well too. So we we kind of dive into that a little bit more, and then also the Dallas Fed wrote a re, wrote a great article about why prices at the pump are going up so much and why they didn't come back down uh, when the price of oil came back down like it did a couple months ago. Uh, So talking about all those different things and kind of help people put in perspective what's going on in the world.